0: Effective Living with Reverend Harry Hubert. May you be blessed as you listen. Now, the message. We've been looking at seven important principles of success. If you can remember, can you tell me some of them? I remember we talked about vision as one of the principles of success. To be successful, you must have a vision. If you don't have a vision, forget it. The second principle of success is what? Sorry? Knowledge. The third one is wisdom. The fourth is, hey, I'm only hearing divine direction. Uh, Divine direction. What else? Sorry? Personal management. And then relationships. I started teaching about personal management. And I want to conclude that today. Personal management is a long topic. So I did the first part and I'm concluding today. But for the sake of understanding, I want to define personal management again. It is organizing your life routines around balanced priorities and disciplining yourself to execute them. Apostle Paul said, All things are lawful for me, but all things does not benefit. Jesus said, I must work. While it is day, for the night is coming when no man can work. So we all have life. We all have time. But the time we have is not without measure. We all have time that is measured by day, by weeks, by months, and by years. The importance of personal management is to remind every child of God that you are not going to be alive forever. And that you have an assignment and you have a purpose. God has a plan for your life. And that assignment needs to be executed within a specific time period. If you mismanage your time and you waste your time and you miss the time, you can have a big vision, but your life will amount to nothing. Why? Because you did not take your life seriously. So in personal management... We are trying to look at how you can organize your life. Everybody say organize. Very important because life has to be organized. An organized life is an orderly life. And you see, you don't organize your life around nothing. You have to organize your life around specific purposes and dreams that you have for your life. You know, I was listening to Dr. Mike Medlock. He said, if you can't organize a day in your life, if you can't organize each day properly, How can you organize your whole life? (laughs) If you think you are going to live 80 or 90, that's a lot of time. If you can't organize just a day of your life. So in personal management, we learn how to organize each day well. Because if you know how to organize each day well, it is granted that your life will be organized. We look at very important components of personal management. The first one is planning. In Luke 14, 28, Jesus talked about planning. He said, which king intending to build a tower will not sit down first and count the cost? Whether he has enough to finish, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him. You see, so life becomes a mockery when people don't know how to plan their lives well, they don't sit down to evaluate life properly, to even determine what is the requirement for what they want to achieve. Sometimes I hear people talk about big dreams. Oh, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be a millionaire in 10 years. Now, the question is what strategic plans do you have in becoming a millionaire in 10 years? Nothing. He will just tell you God will do it. (laughs) He will tell you God will do it. Hey, this business I've started is small, but 10 years time is going to go international. How is it going to happen? Oh, God will do it. You know, we push every responsibility to God. But in personal management, Jesus said planning. Everybody say planning. So last week, we look at principles of planning. The first principle of planning is that planning always precedes execution. You have to first plan before you act. Builders do that. Any wise person want to build first gets an architect to design a building and detailed plan. You don't start a building before you tell the architect, I've started, but you draw and then come. Here. No. Planning precedes execution. Amen. So, what are your dreams? And what strategy plans do you have towards achieving your dreams? That is an important question in, in personal management. The second pr- principle of planning is planning is always preceded by set goals. In other words, you can't plan about nothing. So, what are you doing? I'm planning about what? I'm just planning. No. You plan around specific goals. So you set goals. Now what is a goal? A goal is a dream, a vision, an aim with specific timelines. So the difference between your dream and your goals is that your goals have timelines. You must have set goals for each year. You must have a goal for 2016. You must have a goal for the next five years where you want to reach You must have a goal. So inside your dream, your long-term life, vision, and dreams, you must have set goals. Third principle of planning. Good plans always produce the right results. Jesus said, if the king does not sit down to count the cost to plan well, he will not be able to finish. And that is the challenge with many people. They start a great business, but they never sat down to find out what does it take. What does it take to build a business? They don't care about that one. The fourth, good planning involves critical and creative thinking. A lot of thinking must go into planning. So in planning, we put our brain to work. Number five, principle of planning. Good planning always requires a process of stock-taking, budgeting, and detailed evaluation. I've spoken about that. You have to take your time to do detailed evaluation. So over here, we are not just setting goals and putting all on God. We are not setting goals and putting all the goals on God and say, God, here is it, finish it. No. We set goals and you sit down to think, to evaluate, to think through what it takes. In personal management, you don't put responsibilities on God alone. God has his part to play. You have your part to play, amen? Amen. That is very important about planning. Life that is not planned, it will be very disorganized. And when your life is disorganized, that is when you can't even tell what to do and when to do it. That is when people come to you and say, are you free today? Say yes. Oh, I'm going this way. I want you to go with me. I mean, people just use your day for nothing. And let me tell you, even if you are not working, there is still something to do with your life. Something very important to do with your life. Because a day is coming, the freedom you have now Not working, you will not have it. So, there are things you can still do with your time. You can't just get up and say, I don't have anything to do. Praise God! All right, so when we talk about planning, we are talking about planning our life around priorities. Everybody say, Priority. All right, the issue of priority comes in because time is very limited. Last time we looked at a scripture like Psalm 90 verse 10 to 12. He said the days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength they are 80 years. Yet their boast is only labor and sorrow. For it is too cut off and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger. For us the fear of you so is your wrath. So teach us to number our days. That we may gain a heart of wisdom. The moment you begin to think like hey one day. I'm going to leave this earth. You'll become a wise person. (laughs) That is why the Bible said somewhere that it's better to go to a funeral than to go to a party. Because at the funeral, especially if the person is your close friend, you see him lying down. You advise yourself. Let me say it once again. All of us, one day, at a good old age, we're going to go leave this earth. What do you want to achieve before you leave? What account do you want to go and give to God? Because we are all going to give an account. First Corinthians five ten. We are all going to give account. Turn to your neighbor and tell him that one. You have an account to give, my brother. Second Corinthians five ten. For we must all. Let's all read that one. According to what? What he has done. Not according to what your pastor has done. According to what you have done. He said, what I like about this, is said, we must all appear. Somebody say appear. So it's not an issue of, oh, I won't go. <laughs> when we get to heaven, the first thing that is going to happen is that they're going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. And on the judgment seat of Christ, they are not determining whether you are going to heaven or hell because you are already in heaven. That judgment is a judgment on your life. The account you have to give about your life. That Jesus will be sitting there and said, this is what you were born to do. This is all the resources God gave you. This is why he protected you. you didn't die. You, you lived long. You had so much. You had so much resources. You belong to a good church. You heard all the teachings. You got prayed for so much. receive all these things, tell us what you did with your life. (laughs) And then based on the account you give, he will either smile at you or frown at you. He will either give you a good crown, a good reward or he will just tell you to go away for being a disappointment. Now, the the challenge with life is that there is always so much to do and little time to get it done. There's always so much to do. A little time to get it done. So, if you don't know how to set right priorities, you can always end up spending your time on activities that produce little results. And then you neglect other activities that produce the big results. And that is where priority comes in. That's where priority comes in. So, today I want to remind you, time is not waiting for anybody. Time is moving. Time cannot be expanded. It cannot be saved. It's just moving. And as time is moving, you are growing older. (laughs) Closer to your funeral. Oh, I know you don't like that, but it's true. Closer to your funeral. Hallelujah. How is your funeral going to be like? Wow. I want my funeral to be full of joy. Hallelujah. Yeah. People coming and thanking God for a man that once lived. Gave out his life to make a difference in people's life to make people's life better to put a smile on people's face to help people fulfill their destiny to become successful to achieve a lot in life that would be good for me a few people will cry will cry because they will miss me not because i had so much to do and i didn't do much i did little most funerals you go to you feel a lot of sorrow in the atmosphere is because great potentials have died fulfilling nothing And heaven is sad. So you get to the atmosphere, you feel so much sorrow. Great world changers who couldn't even change their own lives. Lying there who could have done so much but did nothing because they just wasted their time. So I tried to explain the difference between time management and personal management. Time management is good but it's not the best. Time management makes you efficient, but it doesn't make you effective. Time management makes you busy, it guides you how to work. And most of the time, time management keeps you on schedules between only your working hours. So you write down um, a list of activities to do throughout the day, you prioritize them. Um, Possibly you add, you know, a calendar to schedule events and all that. It's good. But management experts have realized, and I've come to realize this is Bible, because I'm going to show you very soon. Hallelujah. All right. Management experts have realized that time management has not done the best for people. And so I'm not teaching time management. And I'm not here to condemn it, but I'm teaching something better than that. Many successful people in career have failed in many other areas. Many successful people, well-accomplished people in their career have been found out to be very poor spouses at home, poor parents. Their children are wayward. Their children are no pride to their personal success story. Their marriage is nothing to write home about. They are divorcing every day and remarrying and divorcing every day. Sometimes their health it's always found out to be so much that they don't even live long to enjoy the success they achieved in their career. You know, so many things. Their relationships, socializations are not good. And yet they are successful in their career. When you look deep at the cause, you will find out that they were very effective with their work to the neglect of relationships to God, relationship with their spouse, Relationship with their children, a relationship with the extended um, social responsibilities. They neglected them. Some of them. They work so hard to the neglect of their health, and they never plan towards old age. <laughs> Personal management takes more emphasis to relationships and results. Everybody say relationships. Personal management focuses on balancing relationships and results because if you look carefully at human life you will realize that the most important thing to any human being is relationship if anybody's relationship is good every other area of his life will do well but why don't people have time for god how many of you can say you have quiet time every day before you go to work let me see your hand up let me see your hand up one Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, ten out of about two hundred and fifty people that are present here—only ten people. Now, how many of you know quiet time is very good? Let me see. Having quiet time with God every day before you go to work is good. Almost everybody knows. Why? Why we don't do it? Hmm? Why? Talk to me. It's time, isn't it? We say we don't have time. So in Personal management, we want to emphasize that people should put relationship and results as a priority of life. When I say relationship, I mean your relationship first with God. That takes it back to our teaching on relationship, which you should listen to. Amen. Your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your parents. Your relationship with your pastor your relationship with your friends because the more successful you become the more you see the importance the value of a friend you need one by all means not too many few emphasis on relationship and results what is results achieved goals hello results simply means achieved goals so we plan around set goals. How do we get the goals achieved? And if you look carefully at life, you realize that big, great goals get achieved through people. You can't do much by yourself. If you want to build a business that will be great, you need to develop the skill of good interpersonal relationship. The reason why some people Are very talented business people, but the business can never go beyond a certain limit. It's because they cannot relate with anybody. They are selfish, self centered, inward looking, don't care about anybody. The business won't go far. And if you watch such people closely, you realize that they don't even relate with God well. Because the more time you spend with God, the more He teaches you how to relate with other people. If you can relate well with God, you can relate well with people. John the Apostle said, If you hate people whom you see physically every day, how can you say you love God who you cannot see? (laughs) Praise the Lord. We are looking today at personal management changes an important question. Time management asks the question, What am I supposed to do? Personal management changes that question to, What do I want to achieve? It's not about what you do, it's about what you achieve. If what you do achieves nothing, Uh, then you haven't done anything. If you work hard, earn a lot of money, buy properties, you are a renowned person in the neighborhood. And yet, because of lack of attention for your children, all your children are wayward and are at prison. Have you achieved something? (laughs) So you realize that working all your life at the neglect of your children is not a wise thing to do. Is it? So we are moving from What am I supposed to do? To results. Everybody say results. And and result is evaluated based on the goals you are achieving. Importance of personal management. Five things I want to take you through quickly. Why is personal management better than time management? Number one, personal management empowers you to see your time in the context of what is really important instead of what is urgent. What is an important activity? An important activity is an activity helps you fulfill your dreams and your goals. An urgent activity is an activity that must be attended to now, whether it's relevant to your goals or not. You have to do it now. (laughs) For instance, planning is very important. Hello? I've said that already. Now, one thing planning does for you is always keeps you ahead of time. It always keeps you ahead of schedule. You don't have urgent deadlines to meet. You always work ahead of time. But when you refuse to plan, you wake up in the morning and realize there's a deadline that must be met today. And meanwhile, you have promised your wife something you need to do that day. But there's a deadline which if you don't meet, your salary is at stake. So what happens? You sacrifice that appointment with your wife to meet a deadline. (laughs) And what happens? Relationships suffer. God doesn't see you most of the time. Work, 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 work. Because life is not planned. In personal management, we focus on doing important things. Let me give you examples. Relationship building, I can't stop talking about this. Now, research has proved, research has proved that most people on their deathbed, that is when they realize they are about to go, like no prayer can change anything, they are about to go. They regret more for not spending more time with on relationships instead of on work because when you lie on that deathbed you're about to go you realize that the most important thing you will miss when you are gone is not your work are the valuable people around you your spouse your children friends and so on and so on that is why i asked the question before here that if the doctor should tell you three months and you are gone what would you spend the rest of that three months doing most Will you wake up every day and not do quiet time and go to work? <laughs> I know you won't. I know. No matter how difficult your wife or your husband is, you, he will become good at once to you. Because you know you have three months to go. You will chat with him most of the time, spend more time with the children. In fact, sometimes you may not go to work. You go and sit waiting for the children to close so that you can take them back home spend a lot of time. Many of you here, your children, if they have their way, they will complain so much because they scarcely see you. They don't have quality time with you. Even the time that you spend at home, you never have time for them. When they come close, oh, get out, get out, get out. I'm I'm, I'm busy about something serious. What is more serious than your children? And interestingly, they are learning all the bad things from people who have time for them. People who have time for your children if you don't know. (laughs) And they are learning all the bad things from them. Because as for children, the person who gives him the quality time is the person he sees as the one who loves him or her. Children evaluate love by the amount of time you spend with them. Especially if you are willing to play with them. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah, because for them, playing is the most vulnerable thing. That is their world. You have to enter their world before you can take them to your world. And the truth is, you used to be in that world. So don't pretend you don't know anything about... <laughs> so, relationships. Never grow old and have regrets for not having time for the most important people in your life. Your spouse is more important than your work. Because if you fall down here right now, no amount of money will carry you up. It is people that will come and carry you. There are things money cannot do for you. It is your relationship. There are things that will happen You need people you can take your phone and call. And they will be right there. In the midnight. Jesus in Luke 18. Jesus talked about a friend. Who had need at midnight. And went to his friend. It's only a friend you can go to at midnight. So if all you do is think about yourself. Say that's for me. I walk alone. I don't trust no one. I don't have any friend. Keep living. You will soon see. Keep living. Amen. So relationships, recreation and health, almost everybody here knows how important exercise is. But only few here exercise every week. Why? You don't have time. But my question is all that you are working for if you are not healthy, how can you enjoy it? And it is this exercise that will give you health, healthy and live long so that all that you toil for you can be able to enjoy before you die. (laughs) And yet you don't do it. You don't have time to rest. You devote surplus time for resting. And you think you are doing great. That is the worst thing you can do to your life. This life, you have only one. You don't have a spare life. Like you have a spare tie. If it's gone, it's gone. In personal management, we take serious attention to issues like recreational health, how to plan quality time of resting because the body needs it to function well. Health, exercising, planning, production system, your career, your work. How to be effective with your work. How to achieve results at your work. Not just how to get busy at work. How to achieve results. Self-development, recognizing new opportunity, and on and on and on. Those are important things that personal management takes into account. Number two importance of personal management. It gives you opportunity to organize your life in harmony with your values. What are Values. What are values? Values are things that you consider most important in life. Things that you treasure most. Anything that you consider you will pay any price for. Anything that you want to be identified with. That this man, this is what he stands for. Those are your values. For instance, ICGC, our values are what? Our core values are excellence, human dignity, practical Christianity. Those are our values. Amen. right. So in personal management, we look at schedules in context of values. Number three, it defines your unique mission by giving you direction and purpose to the way you spend each day. The way you spend each day is very important. Dr. Mike Meddock said, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. In other words, if you tell me your normal daily routine, I can predict your future. For instance, if you tell me you eat five times a day and the last meal you eat it around 10 p.m. and immediately you sleep, I can predict your future. That you are going to be very fat, hypertensive, and you will die by 60. <laughs> no amount of prayer can deliver you from that prediction. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. So success is not a mystery. It's not a mystery. What you do repeatedly each day is just what sum up to give you the results. So in planning each day, in personal management, we target planning around our life's missions. That is why in teaching about success, I taught exhaustively about how to determine God's purpose for your life. And I said that by the end of 2016, every one of you, you should be able to write down what your life is about. Now, summarized a summarized statement, one statement about what your whole life is about is what we call personal mission statement. You should be able to write one. What is your life about?